Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I'm David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. This week is Leadership Week here at the Mojo Academy. This whole week, we are breaking down some great nuggets of wisdom all surrounding the concept of leadership. You know, those top priorities, ideas, and tactics to help you become a better leader no matter what position you are in life. So just a quick administrative announcement. Normally, in a regular week, we will release two podcast episodes on, or one on Tuesday and one on Thursday. This week, as you may have noticed, if you're listening to this on Monday, we are releasing an episode every day this week, Monday through Friday. The topics will all be about leadership, and we might have some bonus material for you at the end. Without all being said, I have to ask a quick question. What is the best way to evaluate leadership of any type? <clears throat> Excuse me. I have pondered that question for over a decade. It's a tough question. Do you simply go by what the employees or the subordinates say about the, the leader? If so, General George Patton in World War II, for example, wouldn't have been a great leader because he wasn't well-liked by most of his soldiers. They did not love old blood and guts. In addition, he didn't get along with any of his peers. He was always sniping at some commander here or there, or always having some knockdown, drag out argument with his superior or the president of the United States. But, and that's a big but here, on the other hand, on the other side, can we go by the results no matter what in terms of evaluating leadership? After all, Patton did get the job done, winning many battles across Europe, nam namely the invasion of Sicily and the breakthrough at the Battle of the Bulge on his way to Berlin to defeat the Nazi Empire. So is it fair and right to evaluate and grade leadership by that same measure? Or do we just go by the results? You know, what the higher-ups always love, just the bottom line, right? But that both both ends don't seem to understand the complexities and the nuances of leadership. And what I mean by that, let's consider another example. My beloved Pittsburgh Steelers football team and their head coach, Mike Tomlin, as compared to the previous coach, Bill Cowher. Most Steelers players love to play for Coach Tomlin and Coach Cowher equally. So if that's the case, then do we turn to the results as a measure of who was a better coach or who is a better coach? Based on the results, Mike Tomlin is on pace to have a coaching career just like Bill Cowher, the previous head coach of the Steelers, who was just inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Bill Cowher coached 15 seasons with a record of 149 wins, 90 losses, with a winning percentage of 62.3%. Mike Tomlin is headed into his 15th season as the head coach. His record is 145 wins and 78 losses, with a winning percentage of 65%. 
Very, very close. And then because it's in Pittsburgh, after all, and the expectation is we go to the playoffs every year, you have to look at playoff victories. Cower amassed a 12-9 and record in the playoffs with one Super Bowl victory. That incredible run in 2005 is the sixth seed. Mike Tomlin, on the other hand, so far has a playoff record of 8-8 eight and eight, with one Super Bowl victory under his belt in 2008. Now, Steeler fans will tell you with extreme passion, I might add, that Tomlin's lack of playoff wins in the last four years is the most humongous deal ever in the history of mankind, right behind the resurrection throughout all of human history. And if he doesn't win this year, he's all but gone. Has to be. <clears throat> and it's a, it's a, just a running joke in Pittsburgh. But this isn't a Steeler Insider podcast. This is the Mojo Academy. And we're talking about leadership. So let's pivot back. I will get off my little rant. But I hope with both of those examples and in, in the theorizing, it sheds light on how do we answer that original question? What's the best way to grade leadership? It's a difficult question to answer because there's so many nuances, like I said, in complexities. But one of the best leadership books I've ever read offers us one of the best definitions I've ever read on how to evaluate leadership of any type. Let me start with a quote. As always, among the legions of leadership books and publication, we found most focus on individual practices and personal character traits. We also observed that many corporate leadership training programs and management consulting firms do the same. But without a team, a group of individuals working to accomplish a mission, there can be no leadership. The only meaningful measure for a leader is whether the team succeeds or fails. For all the definitions, descriptions, and characterizations of leaders, there are only two that matter, effective and ineffective. Effective leaders lead successful teams that accomplish their mission and win. Ineffective leaders do not. The principles and concepts described in this book, when properly understood and implemented, enable any leader to become effective and dominate his or her battlefield, unquote. And that, my mojo, friends, is a great quote from the book Extreme Ownership by former Navy SEALs Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. And that's a fantastic definition of how to evaluate leadership, whether in sports or business or the military or your own parenting skills or leading your neighborhood watch group meetings. The simplicity of answering that question of effective or ineffective leadership encompasses all the nuances. Most human beings, if they're serious people, most human beings understand leadership is hard. Leading other human beings is hard. There are personalities. There are egos. There are human dramas and dynamics within teams and within 
interpersonal relationships. And that's why I keep going back to this definition because it's fantastic. It encompasses it all. Leadership is either effective or ineffective. And why I love the definition is because it gets at the core of what we all want as a mission for leadership. What is the, what's the sole purpose the leader is there is to be either effective in the mission or, or, or sadly they could be ineffective. That's the way we have to grade it. So in today's Mojo Minute, no matter where you are at in life, we all must realize we are a leader no matter where we're at in life. Let us have the humility to grade ourselves on how effective we are in our roles as leaders. As a parent, you're a leader. How effective are you as being a parent? What can you learn? How can you grow? Are you the helper and shaper of your children's character? Or are you just a friend just wanting to get along? At your place of employment as a leader, how effective are you? Can you do things a little bit better in one area or another? Can you lead, by example, better in a certain area? Can you help other people below you Increase their leadership by you taking a step back and helping to guide them for the sake of the team and the mission. Can you communicate a little bit more clear? Can you train a little bit better with a little bit more enthusiasm? And we know this, to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. Can you ask better questions of your leaders to fully understand the complete mission and then to be able to pass that information down to your team and your chain of command. This in particular is an area I have to work at day in and day out. Communicate more clear, more simple, more effective. We all have areas in leadership. Excuse me. We all have areas in our leadership journey that we have to get better at. We have to get more squared away at. But let us face those with courage and humility And so in today's Mojo Minute, let us strive to be good leaders along the journey and ultimately to become better leaders. And let us also understand that leading with today's clear definition of success will help us along the way, that leadership is either effective or ineffective. And let's close with one last fantastic quote from Extreme Ownership. The best leaders are not driven by ego or personal agendas. They are simply focused on the mission and how best to accomplish it. Unquote. Well said, and let us lead well today. And be sure to come back tomorrow for another Mojo Minute all about leadership. And let's go Mojo. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com, where we have everything we discussed in this podcast, as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on.
Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book, packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes, and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.